Hey everybody, this is Tony, and I'm here with Mike, and we have a special guest, Natrix, Hello. Uh, the author of Peanut Butter and Jam. Um, we want to say welcome to episode 25 of the podcast. Um, we're pretty excited to have our new guest. Uh, hello everybody, how y'all doing? Um, like Tony said, we got Natrix here, author of uh, Peanut Butter and Jam series. Um, I guess first question, um, kind of want to know... Uh, what made you decide to become an author? So, what made me decide to become an author? Former educator, just a little background. Former educator, um, early childhood, and I love to read. I've always been a reader, avid reader, love to read. So, I saw stories out there, and I was like, hey, you know what? These are some great stories. I have a story. I have a story I'd like to share. So, why not? So, that kind of started why I started doing it. <laughs> do you have any... Oh, I'm sorry. Um, do you have any... Uh, favorite books from your childhood oh my god yes so there's this book <laughs> called dinosaur planet i forgot the author but basically it takes place there are some people in their um, spacefaring group and they get they crash land on a, on a planet with a bunch of dinosaurs dinosaur planet so you know a lot of shenanigans happen and everything and they deal with dinosaurs but yeah that's one of my favorites um i think as far as of course the dr seuss books yeah. Sam I Am's and everything. A lot of people don't realize um, there are some other ones too. I think it was the the was it the Jack and Jill? Oh, was the Run? I forgot. See, I'm, I'm getting old. I forgot. <laughs> I'm sorry, but yeah. Um, so, what made you decide to uh, that you wanted to do children's books? Because you do right two sets of, of children's books. Yes. You do for uh, age group three to five. Three to four for three, the emerging literary series, and then ages five to ten, yes. Okay. Uh, what made you decide to do children's books? So, think of it this way. I, I, I didn't like the idea of, you know, you're a kid, so they say, oh, I don't like to read, I don't like, to, I hate reading, uh, so on and so forth. And I was thinking, about it, like, well, what would make a child say something like that, that I don't like to read? Well, maybe they didn't get a good foundation growing up. Maybe they weren't introduced to literacy at an early age and made it fun for them. So I said, well, okay, what helped me learn to read was that I was introduced to literacy, and I thank my parents every day for introducing me. I was actually in a monthly book club where they would actually, I would get a book of the month every month, so I just read, read, read. And so what happened is that I decided, I said, hey, why not make a series and introduce reading to children as early as three or four years old? They're able, I mean, we introduce some color, we introduce some shapes, why not reading? But the interesting thing about that is that before I did that, I actually wrote that ages five to, initially was five to eight first. And then I decided to say, hey, you know what? We're not just going to start at kindergarten, which is ages five years old. Let's start pre-K. Okay. That makes, that makes a lot yeah, of sense, That makes too. perfect sense. <laughs> you know, you want to get them started young. Right, you right. Know, the most developmental periods, yes. you know, is three to four. Yes. You know, that's when they learn, you know, their colors, like you said. They learn not necessarily how to read, but being read to. Yes. Uh, my niece is four, about to turn five, and she loves books. She loves being read to. She loves your book. Yeah, she loves oh. your book. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, Thank you. Uh, we'll get into that once we get into the book. But, yeah. that. Um, but yeah, so just the developmental aspect, right. like you said, right. you know, is definitely, you know, want to get them young. Yes, yes, them young. Yes. I, I will say, I wish, uh, I wish that my family was a little bit more like that. When I was 
growing up too because that would have been such a great you know a great thing for me I, I'm I like to read too yes and I didn't obviously you know you read in school and everything right but I didn't get into that phase where I like to just read on my own mm-hmm. until much later because well because I got into comic books but mm-hmm. you know and trade paperbacks and scary stories and stuff like that but it would have been very nice to have something in my childhood that mm-hmm. could have started me off sooner too well that's and that's a good good point interesting point you brought it up because again I would I'll hear children say well I don't like to read so the first question I ask them like well do you play video games I'm like yeah well yes so how do you know how to play the video game stuff to read the movie ah so you do like reading you yeah. just haven't found something else that you like to read and I'm like oh okay and when I was growing up that's something that our strategy that teachers would do they were like you know comic books and that's you actually work in a partnership with uh, artist uh, Rosa Maria Garza. Artist, I like that. <laughs> um, <laughs> so you you're the writer. Yes, right? I mean, and I'm she's right, yes. the artist. Do you ever dabble in art? Just a quick question. So <laughs> people always ask me. I actually um, create art with words. There you go. Yes, I do. Yeah. <laughs> perfect, and, um, perfect answer. <laughs> yeah, I like that. But yeah, <laughs> that's usually what I tell people. But um, no, yeah, I usually, sometimes when I sign, I have a tendency or I draw like a little picture. And I know the copy that you have is a little cat. That wasn't mm. my cat, but you know, I, can, I can draw a cat. <laughs> <laughs> I have all colors. <laughs> um, so how did the partnership come about? So, uh, Rosemary Garza, first of all, I love her. She's, she's just the greatest. She's an excellent author. I'm not author. Excellent artist. If you get opportunity, you can follow her. I think it's art, artist or Maria Garza on Instagram. But we were at Conapalooza. So what happened is that once my first illustrator for the first book, she told me that she wasn't going to be able to finish the series because it was already a series. I already had it complete. Well, not completed, but written. The first three books were already written. So I was like, well, I need a new illustrator. And so she was sitting at the table um, and she was drawing some things and again going through had already written the first book and then went back to my earlier ones I said hmm I need somebody to basically cutesy up my characters cutesy up one of my characters so I can get the early reader and go from there and so I saw she was drawing some sketches I'm like man those are so cool those are really really nice and I asked her I was like hey would you be willing to um, work on my early readers it's going to be a total of five of them would you mind doing it and she was like okay that was really it right <laughs> so we just but she's great though. Just and a it was chance at, meeting. Mm-hmm. It was at Comic Palooza. Comic Palooza. I want to say because I published my first book. That first one came out in 2018. So I want to say I met her. If I didn't meet her in 2018, I met her in 2019 at the Comic Palooza 2019. I was at a table with Inkman's Publishing. Yeah, nice. Nice. Uh, now we met. <laughs> well, it's a good thing you met her then because with COVID coming up, right, cons right. getting canceled. Right, so right. at least you you got your artist. Yes. Yes. So. Conventions are always good to meet, to meet people like that, to network and yes. stuff like that. Especially with other, other creators, mm-hmm. artists, writers. You know, it's always, always a good way to network. No, I always tell anyone if you're, not even in the industry, but if you're some type of creative or something, most definitely go to the conventions. I don't. It might just toy convention. I mean, who would have thought? I'm at a toy convention, and you know, you have authors there selling books. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just kind of. I I'm, I uh, met you in person at a toy. Yes, you did. Toy shop. <laughs> yeah, you did. Actually, I was. Yeah. <laughs> Tony, stop telling me what I did. 
Well, I mean, you, you were talking about Batman Beyond, and I was, anybody I was. that's anybody that's been on the on the show knows how much of a Batman fan I am. So yes. I couldn't not talk to you. Right, about right. Batman. <laughs> oh yes, I have. yes, I have a mess called Batman Beyond figure. <laughs> um. So where do you get some of your creative ideas from? So this story, um, the well, not the story, but this series is loosely based on me and my wife's life. And so the characters that you see, some of the um, activities, some of the situations that come about, are some things that I've experienced. And so I felt I could share that with um, the, the, um, the audience. Now, I have a YouTube channel. Well, so I have on the YouTube channel, I'll actually read, I read the first three early readers. And again, for kids, emerging literacy, visuals, and things of that nature. But then I've also created some separate stories from the using the characters. And so, I mean, just something I think that kids would like, something funny. I mean, nothing like seeing everybody likes snow. So why not, you know, have a story about a dog in the snow? Yeah, everybody loves dogs in the snow. Right, dogs, cats snow, cats, snow. right. I mean, you know, toys, everyone has toys. Why not? Why not? I mean, a lot of family, like my sister has a dog and a cat. Yes. So, that, you know, that dynamic. And I, as I was reading... Uh, Bootsy gets a sister. Mm-hmm. Um, that dynamic between Bootsy and and Gypsy, the yes. new the new dog, like I kind of saw that with you know with my with my sister's right, dog and cat. Right. You know, he's, so it's relatable. It's relatable. It's exactly. relatable. Yes, yes. You know, whether you're three years old or mm-hmm. forty years old, yes. you know, everything's relatable. And I kind of like that dynamic between Bootsy and Gypsy and learning to to become. I guess a family. Yes, yes, yeah. most Wait till you read Enjoyably Makes Three. Yeah, which <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll get into the, the books here in a minute. Okay. Uh, just want to ask you yes. uh, also, too, you do a lot of public appearances. You go to schools, mm-hmm. uh, libraries, um, mm-hmm. stuff like that, uh, signings, I guess, uh, and also reading to, to the kids. Right, right. Um, I kind of wanted to touch on that a little bit. Like, okay. Because I know that definitely has to make you feel good every yes. time you do it. Because like, I can yes. imagine, you know, that you, you know, have a hand in, in, in creating the youth, I guess, so to speak. Like Tony had right. said, maybe if he had met you when he was a kid and inspired, and, and inspired you mm-hmm. know. So I, I guess the question, I guess, would be, because I'm yes. kind of rambling, would no, be, no, you're fine. Go ahead. Would be um, like, what's the process so to speak, as far as like doing that sort of promotion? Is it something that you have to like contact the school? Mm-hmm. Um, or is it something like, like you've, you've built a network over the years? Or like how exactly did you, I guess, go into the, into the, to that sort of okay. so, promotion, so to speak? Well, just, just like I'm wearing my shirt, I'm constantly promoting. I'm constantly promoting the brand. So a lot of times I'll have my little buttons know that I showed you and it's a conversation starter because people will see it children will see it and they're like hey what's that and they'll ask my hey I see the dog and I'm like and I'll see that and I'll talk to them about it like oh I, I write books self-published author this is what I do and let me show you what it is and what happens is that you'll meet people and it's like hey I'm a I'm the literacy coach at this school can I get you to come send me information so a lot of what I do is word of mouth again going to conventions you have to put yourself out there you have to put yourself in spaces and places to be seen so that you can come and get those type of invites okay and you saw you brought up the self-publishing yes how does 
I guess maybe how does one become a self-published starter? How, how did you do it? How did I start it? Okay, so, well, what made me want to self-publish, A, I didn't want to write for, I wanted to write my own story, okay? And a lot of times when you're going to a publisher or a well-known publisher, you're no longer writing your story. You're writing a story for them so that they can monetize it in the fastest way as possible, okay? So I said, well, instead of me doing that, let me self-publish. And there are a lot of self-publishing um, houses out there that you can actually go through. And so I just sat down, I did some reading, I did some research, learned how to do it, sat down with the, um, with the computer, wrote my stories, I do all the formatting and everything. I said, hey, you know, this is something that I want to get out and I want to get my story out there to the people. Sorry, and this is what I couldn't I'm gonna understand, do. but I may have a few recommendations. There's a skill called Alexa, Wiki House. Would you stop. like to try it? Sure, sorry Alexa. about that. Oh, no, that's fine. It's okay. It's okay, Alexa. <laughs> 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 I'm sorry. Alexa, stop. She wasn't paying attention to me. Was she? Okay. Um, well, <laughs> since there was that, that break in the... Uh, First, uh, I wanted to bring up some Alexa, plugs. Alexa, stop. stop. Try it. Or here next. Okay, go on. Uh, bring up plugs. Okay. Here's silver bug. Welcome to the silver bug skill. Oh. I love it. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> it was okay. Yeah, sorry about that, everybody. Let's... No, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> um, Things that happen on podcasts. Right. <laughs> Unexpected. Um, yes, sir. All right, so we're going to take a minute to um, okay. go ahead and uh, throw out some plugs. Okay. Um, where can people follow you on social media? Okay, so I am on Facebook. It's peanut butter, peanut butter one word, space and jam on Facebook. On Instagram, it is peanut butter and jam 2017. On Twitter, it is peanut butter, I'm sorry, PB and J 2017. And on TikTok, it's PB Jam Tales. T-A-I-L-S. Okay. And uh, we'll also, uh, in the comment section, we'll put your, I think it's called a tree. My link tree? Link yes, tree. I, have my, I have a link tree. I have a QR code. Okay. Awesome. It. Yeah, cool. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll definitely we'll put that in the in the com, comment section so okay. everybody can, you know, click on it. Or, yes. You know. Um, also, too, where can people purchase your books? So, I am, my books are currently being sold for the main series for ages 5 to 10 Amazon.com um, Walmart, Barnes & Noble but a special limited signed copies of book 2 and book 3 are actually sold at all the Bear Rock City comic locations unfortunately the Washington store is currently sold out so you'd have to go to the to main the other locations um, and as far as for the ages of 3 to 4 it's on Lulu.com oh and if you see me anywhere, I always keep copies of myself. So if you see me out somewhere and say, hey, Natrix, can I get a book from you? I will most definitely get one for you, and I will sign it. Awesome. With a, with a picture of a cat. You know, cause I'm awesome. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what appearances do you have coming up? So currently, I just did an appearance at Hartsfield Elementary. So the currently I have coming up, I will actually, I was invited to a panel at the Super Happy Incredible Toy Show that's coming at St. Arnold's June 19th and 20th, which is Father's Day weekend. So 
For your kids out there, go do something for your father as a collector. Go check out the toy show at St. Arnold's. Um, and then I think I have a couple more coming up in September. Um, sorry, you mentioned that you make age, uh, books ages 5 to 10. Are they also peanut butter and jam, or is it like a separate? So, okay. So, peanut, peanut butter, just the peanut butter and jam series of children's books. It's a series. So, peanut butter and jam is what everything is written under. So, you have the main series, ages 5 to 10. So, book one, a story of peanut butter and jam, a story of friendship. Then you have peanut butter and jam, Lucy gets a sister, and then peanut butter and jam, and Jolie makes three. Those are my ages, 5 to 10. And then for the early reads of my virgin literacy readers, it's peanut butter and jam. For example, the first book is Vern, Vern the Cat. And then Vern Hops. And it all deals with, because you know, it has to look, AT words, different blends for the children. Okay, awesome. Well, now let's, uh, I'd like to actually get into the uh, peanut butter and jam books. Okay. Uh, first question, I'm pretty sure everybody wants to know. Yeah. Where did you come up with the name for the series? Because it's very catchy. Oh, peanut butter and jam. <laughs> so, well, because everybody thinks of peanut butter and jelly. Well, why do you say peanut butter and jelly? A peanut butter sandwich is great. When you add jelly to it, it makes it even better. Well, that's how the whole thing with the peanut butter and jam. I first thought about that, and I thought about relationships. Okay? And so, for example, in A Story of Friendship, when you're introduced to Boosie and Kay, and then, you know, you go through it, you know, showing how he kind of, oh, so not Boosie and Kay, Vern and Kay, they kind of grow with each other, and they go together like peanut butter and jam, and stuff, it's that relationship, it's like, yeah, she's cool by herself, but now that you have this other entity in your life, and now you're together, it just even strengthens the relationship even more, so it's about relationships, the whole series. And I, uh, I purchased Bootsy Gets a Sister to, uh, to read with my niece, she loved it, uh, she loved Bootsy. Um, she thought yeah, it's very it's a very cute animation style, mm -hmm. and you know she she thought he was he was awesome just the way Appreciate he smiles it. and you know the way he plays mm -hmm. you know and then also too when Gypsy comes into the house mm -hmm. you know the way that you know the the dynamic between the two uh, I mean you can see you know Bootsy's kind of a apprehensive at first mm -hmm. and the way the art is and the way that you write it mm -hmm. you know it, it's very good it's for a children's anima uh, imagination sorry mm -hmm. you know because you know as I'm reading it to her and she's looking at it, you can just see the wheels turning in their eyes and great and you know it, it was really good um, nice. so I guess with that uh, is Bootsy the main character of the series okay so they're all main characters does that, does that make sense yeah they're all main characters. So the first book, you start out with Vern, and then Boozy introduced in the first book. But again, it's the dynamic. It's everybody. It's no 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 one character is like, well, this book is about Boozy. No, it's Boozy and Gypsy, okay, and then and Kay and Edward, and there are all these characters that are in there that they all again work together. They all fit together, like peanut butter jam. Perfect response. <laughs> that wraps it up nice in a nice neat bow. Um, uh, also, too, you put the glossary at yes. the end of the books, which yes. I think is amazing. Yes. Because, you know, as, a, as an author, you're always going to put the most descriptive word. Yes. Sometimes the most descriptive word is a larger word for, for you know, a four-year-old or a yes. five-year-old. And so, you know, 
for them to be able to, to ask, you know, what is this? I don't understand. You provided, you know, a definition in the glossary at the end, but you also highlight the words mm -hmm. so that, you know, whoever's reading it to their child will know, hey, maybe they don't know what this means. Maybe I do need to explain it. And you have it at the end. You not only have the definition, you have the pronunciation. I mean, you go all out. Yes. And uh, do you do that in all your books? Or um, is that just something that you kind of do with the 5 to 10? So, so yeah, that's specifically um, for the ages 5 to 10. So the reason that I do that, because when we read, we are reading to add words for, to our vocabulary that we use in our writing. Okay. So when I was growing up, it's a funny story. So growing up, again, I'm saying I like to read. I love to read. So I would read something. Let's say if I got to a point, you learn about you know reading context and trying to figure out the definition of the word. You know, the person they they say read the sentence above and the sentence below. That you need the definition I was using in context. So if I didn't understand the word, I would say, Hey, mom, dad, what does this word mean? So my dad would be like, Go look it up. Go go look it up. I was like. Okay, you know, kind of like, why can't you just tell me? You know, <laughs> like, go look it up. So I felt as if, okay, if we're reading the story, because again, the reason I have, even in the, the size of the pictures and the words and the font and everything, because I want, it, I want the parents to read to the kids, because that's how kids learn. They learn by how their parents read and mimic their parents. So if you're sitting there reading it to them, and I'm highlighting certain words, it's like, okay, now this kid, who's probably never seen this word before, it's like, hey, now when I'm writing my paper, I'm writing my story or something, I can incorporate this into my story. Or even in your um, vernacular, how you speak, sometimes it's like, yeah. you know, hey, I can use this when I'm talking to someone, when I'm telling the story. I just think it just helps to improve literacy, most definitely. Yes, yes, definitely. And, you know, kids these days, you know, with uh, phones and, yes. you know, computers and everything, yes. you know, I think it's a lot of people don't think about that. Right. You know, so it's really refreshing to you know get a, a children's book and have that that learning yes. capabilities yes. because i mean I, I read a lot to my niece and i mean a lot of the books they don't they don't really do that it's just stories mm. you know and, and you know unless like you, like you highlight the words like i said you you yeah. highlight the, the larger words that you think that you know that the kids need to learn right so that i can say you know to my niece, hey, do you know what this means? Right. And she can, because if not, she's not going to say. Exactly. You know, that's the thing with kids. A lot of times they, they won't tell you if they don't know something or, you know, they'll just kind of just go on about their business. But, right. you know, you actually give them a way to learn. So I I commend you for that. Oh, I, that's that's <laughs> a really awesome thing. Oh, I, I appreciate that. I'm very, I'm very much a believer in the whole idea of, you know, if you give a man a fish, know eat for a day if you teach them how to fish they'll eat forever it's the same concept mm -hmm. here are the tools right here i mean i can tell you what the word means but you're not gonna really appreciate it unless you can actually take this word because words not gonna have any meaning unless you can actually take this word and utilize it and to use it mm -hmm. so yeah and you know and a lot of times kids they you know really only need to hear a word once or twice mm -hmm. and then it's, it's and, uh, it, yeah so um, how important is it for you to include learning lessons in your book? I mean, I'm, I would imagine that it's, it's very important, but mm -hmm. what, what drives you to, to, to put those, put that into your books? I believe that we should learn something every day and we should be constantly learning something. And unfortunately, 
a lot of the learning that from what I've seen, I, it's, it's, to me, it's been very restrictive for our children in a sense of they're just teaching these kids how to learn one way. Okay, and this is the if 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 you're not learning this one way or this one type, then you're doing something wrong. So I think that sometimes you have, you have to do you have to kind of differentiate how you work with children and come up with different styles or different methodologies so that these children can be successful, so that they can learn. And I just basically took what helped me to learn, what helped me to understand words, and say, hey, this worked for me. Let me put this out there, and maybe this can work for you. Okay, that's, that's great. That's a great, you know, like you said, you know, if you're not learning something every day, then right. then you're not trying, right. because there's something to learn every day. Most definitely. Um, uh, you, you said that you had, uh, I guess, a, a storyline for up to five books. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's four. Four? Yeah, so it's a four-book series. Yeah, the, the main series for ages five to ten is a four-book series, so... Right now, the final book will be out at the end of the year. Okay. So the last book before I'm currently working on the final edits and everything that I'm, I'm working on that right now for release at the end of the year. But the fifth early reader will be out at the end of the year. So mm -hmm. right now I'm at five early readers. I mean, it could be an extra one because, you know, there could be a new addition to the family. We'll see. Well, <laughs> and that's one thing um, I wanted to touch on, yes. too, is you do an amazing job. Uh, you and... Um, the way that uh, at the end of each book, mm -hmm. there's a little subtle, um, I guess maybe Easter egg or, oh, or something. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Right, yes, right. There you go. Foreshadowing. Yes, yes, yes. That there is something else coming. Yes. And uh, yes. at the end of uh, Bootsy Gets a Sister, you know, her and Gypsy get along. And the last um, the last page of the, of the book mm -hmm. is uh, Shadow. Mm -hmm. And you can tell that. Uh, is there another dog coming? Right, right. Something's coming. Something's coming. <laughs> uh, so I think that as uh, is that something that you purposely did to yes. to drum up some excitement. Yes, it's like I guess like you you can call it my after credit scene to let you know something that's coming next move. <laughs> it's my after credit scene for what's coming up next. No, and again, different books. Reading different books, that's how I that's how I learn. That lets me know that something else is coming. It's kind of like a to be continued in the comics. Yeah. You know, continuation of the story. Well, it's, it's like a cameo of Wolverine. There you yeah, go, like, right there. Like, man, what is this? Yes, yeah, you got yes. Hulk 180. You know, he's he's in the last panel. Right. 181. You see the you know the, the new the you know his Hulk, you know he comes into the Marvel yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Um. So you don't have any plans to continue. The series, or well, is it just something that you wanted to wrap up nice and neat? With this one, of course, yeah, because that's the hardest part is coming up with the final book. <laughs> it's like, oh my God, because it's like, you have all this pressure now. It's like, you have the other, other three that have been great. It's like, what do you do for? But, um, no, I think that this book, what it does, it, now I'm not going to say wraps it up per se, but it ends this part of the story. And that's the, that's what it all boils down to. Is I mean, on my YouTube channel, I do a series called Peanut Butter and Jam Stories, where I actually use characters and they're doing other stuff. So that is not in the book. It's kind of like being able to tell another story or expound on these characters. Okay, so it's turn. It went from more of like a um, 
I guess maybe a, a quote unquote shared universe, so yes. to speak. So you're right, able to, right. <laughs> to fill in some of the the details. Right, and, and right. Keep keep it going without yes. having to come out with another book. Right. Um, let me ask you this: Have you, with technology the way it is, computers and and you know a lot of digital art and stuff, have you thought about maybe making your own animated version? That's kind of one of the reasons why I like it drawn the way it is because that's the next thing I'm working on. Wow, well, we got an exclusive. Right, exactly. Right, right. Right, right. For right, the right. Yes, yes. That's the next thing I am currently working on getting an anime. Yes, yes. Getting oh, animating some of the characters. That's awesome. Um, let me ask you this. Do you have any plans on maybe switching genres to maybe like a young adult or, or do something for adults? Yes, I do. So I. You know, I'm saying I'm self-published, so it's Swipe Publications. That's my uh, public publishing house. And yes, I most definitely plan on writing some young adult, and I would like to write an autobiography, most definitely, because I think you, you know, we all have life lessons, and why not? I mean, you never know. Some of my experiences, uh, people can resonate with some other people. I'm like, hmm, it's not just me, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember, you know, when I was younger, reading is like, because a lot of times. You know, kids will feel like oh, maybe it's they're the only ones that feel a certain way, or, or you know, if they're picked on, they think that they have no one else to, to turn to. Right. But you know, and then they get involved with reading books and and you know, going into these other worlds and and whatnot. So I mean, reading your autobiography, you have right. you know, if you were to write that, you would have a way to to speak to to somebody that maybe needs it or right. or you know, reach a, a different audience. So. Um, but yeah, we definitely would like to see because I mean, an author is never done, right? No, I'm always writing. No. Author, authors always got ideas. Of course, think about when you send the emails I'm writing. You know, you're writing too. You send emails. Yeah. <laughs> um, so we want to go ahead and do a, a wrap up plug yeah. section. Um, once again, your social medias, yes. if you want to. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah. So again, <clears throat> okay, that's, that's the fun part right here. So again, I'm on Facebook, Peanut Butter and Jam, on Instagram, Peanut Butter and Jam 2017, on Twitter, PB and J 2017, on TikTok, PB like the tail of a dog or a cat, go figure. And also, if you want to check out some videos on YouTube, you can just type in Peanut Butter and Jam Stories, and it'll pull up the whole channel, and it'll pull up everything that I'm doing right now. Awesome, and like I said before, we'll put your um, link tree yes. your, your, uh, into our comment section so everyone will be able to find it. Okay. Um, do you have any future appearances that you want to plug? Again, I'll be at the, I don't know which day yet, but I'll be at the St. Arnold Super Happy Incredible Show, Super Happy Incredible Toys, Toy Show. Um, it's either going to be 19th or the 20th. I haven't gotten the full details yet for that one. And then I'll also be at um, Eastern Room that's coming up. Oh, we'll be there also. Okay, well then yeah. I'll see you there. Maybe we can talk again. You yes, know? Sir. <laughs> um, and of course we'll we'll be plugging um, your appearances. Yes. You you're more than welcome to plug away on uh, Feel the Geek yes. page. You know, okay. anytime you have an appearance coming up, we'd be more than happy for you to share because we want you to be successful. We want you to get your word out to the kids because yeah, you know that we definitely need it. And uh, last place. Uh, where can people find the books again? Okay, so they're currently on Amazon. All the books are on Amazon for ages 5 to 10. Um, 
Walmart, Barnes & Noble, and currently Bedrock City Comics has books one and books two, which are limited signed copies by myself and the author. And again, unfortunately, the Washington location is sold out of all the copies, so you have to go to all of them. The Westheimer location, some Katy, and all their locations outside of the uh, Washington location. Again, thank you everybody that bought the books in Washington. <laughs> I appreciate it. Yeah, unfortunately it's sold out there, but also too is a good thing. So. Yes, yes, it's a great thing, yes. Um, well, we want to again, we want to thank Matrix for coming on. Uh, if you want to give a shout out to uh, your artist. Uh, well, no, shout out to Rosa Maria Garza again. Um, it's R. Maria, was it R. Maria Artist? And I'm, I'm Rosa, I'm sorry if I don't remember the Well, we can put, we'll, like, we'll put her link in the comments. Okay, right, also. I'm sorry if I forgot it. Um, and again, I want to thank you guys for you know, give me the opportunity to share a little of myself and peanut butter and jam with you and most definitely thank you yes thank you definitely well we're definitely we like to call ourselves a facebook group on the streets you know so we like to promote yes you know we're, it's all about helping each other we want you to be successful you know and you can help us become successful yes. and you know it's a partnership so we look forward to uh, i look forward to getting the next book for my niece she's gonna love it yeah, most um, so, Tony, do you have anything else? No, I think that's it. I want to say thank you for being on the show. We really appreciate uh, it. Thank you. I appreciate it, too. Thank you. All right, guys. We'll see you next time. All right. Have a good night.